<sighs> the claw is the law. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Extraordinary Expo. We just wanted to get a little fun there with you guys. Uh, we got into this white claw kick, and we are Bro. now straight bros, man. And I'm not even talking B-R-O. It's like B-R-A-U-X. Bro. <laughs> um, today is uh, August 11th. We've been doing this for, what, what are we up to, like, this is episode 15, This will be episode 15, so yeah. break that down in an episode a week. Like, four months. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, today, we have a topic that we discussed for, I think it was one of the first ones you brought up, and so it was like, alright, cool, we'll just throw that in a bag of hats, and then, or bag of stuff inside of a hat, or whatever, and we picked it. Music festivals. Yeah. Where did they go? Where have they been? And what the fuck happened to them? And why? Oh, uh, I and mean... still around? However, um, before we go on, uh, I would also like to say that in three days, no, four days, August 15th will be the 50-year anniversary for Woodstock. Aren't they having Woodstock 50 this year, or did they cancel it? I think they're having it this year. And they... I think it's today. We were actually furniture shopping, and the lady was like, hey, man... Somebody thought about Woodstock because I'm wearing a tie dye, and I was like, "What?" She goes, "Yeah, today's the uh, Woodstock 50." I heard I they like, oh. heard they were gonna have it, and then they canceled it, and then it wasn't canceled, and then some people like Jay Z dropped out of it. Oh yeah, jeez, little gas build up there. I think I did read an article on that. A lot of people just backed out, and then eventually it was just like the Jonas Brothers or something. I don't know. I made that up. I think but. it's still going on, but. Just a bunch of the acts jumped. Man, we should not have chugged those claws. Jeez, <laughs> yeah, I just had to burp like seven uh, times. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Woodstock was like a lot of like music festivals now are just like the the one day in one place. Yeah. Uh, with Woodstock was one. Uh, Rock on the Range, which is it's something else now. I forget what it's called. Uh, Sonic Temple. Yeah, Sonic Temple, something like that. Yeah. Uh, they don't. They don't really. Uh, they don't come around as much often anymore. Like you said, it's usually the one place, one day, or it'll last for like three. But yeah, there used to be Sonic Sonic Temple is three days. Yeah, there used to be actual touring festivals where I didn't have to drive all the way to Wisconsin or something to see this. You know, like I, I knew it'd be coming to a city near me or big one, either Pittsburgh or Cleveland. Or yeah, um, the big one was <clears throat> for years with like metal bands. You had Ozfest. Yes, Ozfest was. Probably the one thing that got me into festivals besides uh, Warp Tour, but I mean, Ozfest and Warp Tour. Ozfest started in like the early '90s. Warp Tour started in the mid '90s, and they would just they would come around, and you could, and it was always fun because you could go to, like the sides, like you could get lawn seats for the main stage, and it would only be like, you know, fifty bucks. Yeah. Actually, the the last no, it wasn't the last year. It was 2014 when Avenged Sevenfold played Ozfest. Uh, they had a one-day deal where you get six tickets for $66.66. So you were paying $11 a ticket. So I ended up buying it, and I just sold it to my friends because I, I was like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to go to this. <laughs> just didn't tell them about it, and you gave them all 30 bucks. <clears throat> no, I like, uh, my one friend, Sierra, I was like, hey, do you want a ticket to OzFest or Mayhem Festival to go see, like, Event Shampoo? She's like, yeah, how much is it? I'm like. I was like, you know, if you give me $11, it's yours. 
She's like, yeah, I'm down for that. Oh, so it was Mayhem. Yeah, it was Mayhem. Okay, you you'd said OzFest. I apologize. It's okay. Um, Mayhem Festival. That was 2014. Uh, Venge Sevenfold headlined. Corn <clears throat> uh, was there. Because <clears throat> I ended up just giving a take to my friend Jake. Um, <clears throat> I apologize. It was, <laughs> it's okay. It was the claw. We should uh we, we should backpedal here a tad bit though and uh. Like, like, let's talk about Ozfest first. So they started, Ozfest started back in the early '90s, and obviously you had been touring. Uh, headliner would be, you know, Ozzy himself, but Ozzy brought a bunch of bands with him, and I think like the first one, I'm not, I don't even know the lineup, but it would be metal bands, and whether they be just starting out or, ba- I mean, obviously you. You got your main stage uh, acts, and they're all, you know, big heavy hitter names. But then you got, like, side stage stuff that's, like, smaller names that you never actually heard about. Um, For any of you guys who've never actually been to a festival, like Kenny was saying, there are side stages. So you have, like, your main stage where they have, like, the pavilion seats or whatever. They're, like, the big guys. That's who you're going to watch. But then they have these little pop-up side stages that are kind of like a circus truck when they pull up and kind of unfold, you know? Like, it's just, like, a literal trailer <clears throat> unfolds out into a stage and you'd have smaller bands play on there um at ozfest they had two other ones that would they were they were a lot bigger um and i never i never actually actually go to an ozfest i went to the mayhem festival i went to it was the same way but they would have four stages on the side and every half hour would just change yeah. so like you'd be at stage four and then stage three would play and then once stage four was done, stage two would play, and then stage two would play. Glad that was empty. It would have been alcohol abuse. And it just goes back and forth. Yeah, and depending on the venue, um, I'm not certain about most other areas because I've only ever really gone to Pittsburgh and Cleveland. But that was like the excitement about it, too. Like, you get in there and you get your set list, and people are like, hey, uh, August Burns Red's playing main stage at 6.15. And then, oh, shit, dude. Uh Every time I die, is playing over at fucking second stage at like seven fifteen, and you have to like literally time, like okay, which one am I gonna see? Because it's really hard to see every band that plays at a big festival like that. Like you have to go from this side to that side and then back. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you get to like <clears throat> you get the whole experience. So yeah, that's sweet, man. You walk in through, and um, then you know you got all your bands. They usually set up some area and they have their merch tables, and uh, you get chances to actually talk to some of those guys. Um, buy some cool CDs. I, I've, I, I said it before and I'll say it again. My favorite thing about a music festival is you always end up finding a band that you never really listened to before. And you're like, holy shit, man. I'm yeah, glad we, these guys played. Uh, the first year I went to Mayhem Festival three years in a row. The first year we went, we were just tailgating in the parking lot and this guy from a local band called X Factor One was like, hey man, we're playing like the, the, the four stage, like, do you want to buy a CD off of me? You always have those, like, local bands that are like, hey, man, we're playing here. Do you want to just buy a CD off of me? And I didn't buy a CD for five bucks. Like, it was nothing impressive, but, like, that's cool, though, that, like, <clears throat> I I really like that, though, that, like, you're self-promoting, you know. It was cool that he came out and was like, hey, will you buy a CD off of me? Yeah, rather than you walking around. And him like, get your CDs here, five dollars here, CDs. Yeah, no, he came, he came right up to us. He he just talked to us. He was like, hey, you know, 
what bands are you looking to see today? And I was like, well, Machine Head's going to play on the second stage, and I'm fucking psyched for that. He's like, yeah, dude, they're really good. Hey, do you want to buy a CD? I'm like, yeah, I'll buy a CD off you because you, you came to me and you talked to me for like five minutes. and Yeah, got like, real personal. Yeah, you were a cool dude. That's always sweet, man. Um, you know, aside from your lineups and your, uh, your merch tents and stuff, you also have some like almost fair-ish food that you get to eat too. Oh, that's really good. And you know, it's a hot summer day and you're like, dude, fuck. Like you just smell elephant ears. I just want some fucking elephant ears. Yeah, man. You know? And so you go around sniffing, looking for shit, but then (laughs) you find like, you find cool stuff like, uh, that's not your stereotypical. And nowadays you got a lot of food trucks and stuff that are parked somewhere. They actually have a table set up with some, you know, uh, some stands, some hot plates and all that shit, but you <laughs> also have. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say you also have uh, tents that um, at least they did at Warp Tour and in, in Ozfest. When it's too hot, it's literally a pavilion tent that just had uh, holes drilled into the PVC pipes, and they just missed water. So you're literally just standing there like, "Fuck, it's hot, but this feels great." <laughs> it was. Uh, it was Mayhem Festival 2014. We went to, and. They had the, like, between, between, well, I mean, shows basically went, like, back to back, but they had, like, a Rockstar Energy tent where you could go in there, and they would give you free Rockstar. But you had to drink it in the tent. You had to drink it in the tent, and you weren't allowed one, and uh, my friend Garrett just filled up his shirt with them, and we, like, were, like, going out, and they were like, hey, hey, you're only allowed one! (laughs) We had, like, probably, like, 15 yeah, like just tucked in his shirt. They were screaming at us, and we like ran there as fast as we could. That's sweet. We we did the same at the monster tent, but we just had one buddy sitting on the outside of the uh, the actual fence, and he'd just be like throwing him like three or four of them, and then you got him for the rest of the show. And uh, you you got other stuff um, from like whether it be rockstar. I, I remember uh, monster for instance. They did uh, tour water. And you could only get it at the Vans Warped Tour. Yeah, that was the way. That was the uh, Rockstar was. They had like the uh, the tour water and. It's sweet. I mean, it's just canned water, but I don't know. It's a cool, cool little souvenir you get to take home. Like you can't fuck buy this anywhere else, man. But uh, Ozfest, I went in '05, and um, I was 15 See, at the time. Yeah, I was gonna say you were just a wee lad. Yeah, uh, I got to go with uh, my buddy Jake Bell. Uh, he. Passed away, actually, just uh, on the 18th was coming up on 10 years, I believe. But that was, like, the last thing we got to do before he died that summer. And talk about a fucking experience, man. Um, I got to see Mastodon before they were anybody. And they played the side stage. And I was like, who the fuck are these guys? You know what I mean? They came out Mastodon. I'm like, cool, is this band about elephants? Like, <laughs> You know? <clears throat> but they were heavy, and they were fucking sweet. Um, that same year... Um, it was the first time I'd ever heard Shadows Fall or In Flames, and they played main stage. Jesus. And uh, Shadows Fall walks out, and you know what I mean? I had no fucking idea what to expect. There's, like, this white dude with fucking dreads longer than the floor. Like his dreadlo- his He almost killed himself with his dreadlocks one time. Really? Yeah. He, uh, he came out of the shower, and he started doing the windmill, and he stopped his head, but because his dreadlocks were wet, Oh, they just kept fucking They just going. kept fucking going and whipped him around. He almost broke his fucking neck and killed himself. Oh, that's metal. Yeah, <laughs> that's metal. But How yeah. did he die? Windmill. Yeah. He uh he was doing some hair spins. 
but that was a sweet thing to see at 15. I was like, dude, holy fuck. Like, this is crazy. Um, we got to see Mudvayne play. They were pretty big then. Um, is that when they started the face paint? Yeah. Uh, it was oh. It was a really cool experience. The then. best Mudvayne. Yeah, people, like, talk shit. Um, but they had such a cool live energy. Um, I really enjoyed them back then. And uh, when they came out, they were the third to last band that played. So your final headliners were Mudvayne, um, Iron Maiden, and then Black Sabbath. It wasn't Aussie playing. It was Black Sabbath. And I was like, okay, cool. So Mudvayne, right before they come out, they like raise this giant banner for their new album. And it's like a rib cage with two heads. And one had a crown of thorns and the other one had horns. And we were like, sweet. Like, this is... Wow. And it took forever for it to finally drop. But when it did... Um, Boom, what's his name from, I can't even think of his name at the moment, but he comes out in a fucking gorilla suit holding a baseball bat. Uh, Ryan, the bassist, is dressed up like, uh, his face is all painted red and he's got two little tiny devil horns on the top. He's always had the devil horns. And he's got like short shorts, like our short shorts, but they are jeans, no shirt on, and then a tiny cape, a tiny red cape in the back. And then uh, the guitarist was... uh, almost like in trip pants, like solid black. His face was all painted red, and he had fucking Liberty Spikes on the front, and then the back of it was just his hair down. But his hair was long as shit, so it's like a foot off of his face, you know what I mean? And they fucking killed it, dude. It was sweet. That was the thing about festivals I loved, too, is like going there, <clears throat> um, all the side stage bands. Um, Texas Hippie Coalition, I never thought... I, I heard about them. like, that's a stupid fucking name probably a stupid band and they i watched him play jam, live dude. and i was like they're so fucking good yeah i caught them at uh rock on the range i thought the same shit texas hippie coalition what the fuck is this gonna be yeah and then he comes out and he's well he came out uh it was probably like one in the afternoon he's like all right big daddy had to wake up before fucking three in the afternoon he's been drinking and he like literally has a bottle of jack daniels just chugging it <laughs> on stage i'm like all right <laughs> And they start playing. I'm like, this band fucking kicks ass. Yeah, they shred too. You know, they weren't. They were really good. Yeah. I enjoyed them. Um, speaking of like side stages, when you when you get bands, uh, the side stages are always fucking crazy. Like your main stage, if you got a pavilion area, it's hard to get up there because that's, you got all the seats and shit. But that's what it's all about, though. Like yeah. I literally loved music festivals because of the side stages. We saw. Um, going back to my story on. Ozfest 05, Rob Zombie played, and he's he's bigger than Mudvayne, but he played the side stage. And I was like, what? But he was the last guy to play at, like, 7.15 or something like that. And uh, he, like, comes out, and it's like, I don't know if you, you know John Five, like, his guitarist? Yeah. John's, like, completely painted white. <laughs> like, so many chicks are flashing their titties. John Five, I love you! And you're like, holy fuck. And, uh, you know, they, they played a couple songs and rob stops and he's like you guys want to know why i play the fucking side stage he's like i got offered to play the main stage tonight but the side stage is fucking insane you guys are fucking crazy we were like oh my god like everybody went nuts dude there's so many clothes in there like people fucking crowd surfing and shit we saw uh kill switch engage play with howard back when he was still singing that jesus and uh like me and jake i I prefer jesse but really yeah i loved howard he was cool but Everybody was throwing, like, <clears throat> articles of clothing for some reason. So, like, Jake and I just grabbed his jeans <laughs> at the knees and ripped them straight down and just threw them into pieces and just tossed them into the crowd. And 
like somehow it was like 30 minutes not 30 minutes it was probably three songs went by and uh <laughs> this piece of jean comes flying back at us and lands at our feet and i picked it up i was like jake look what the fuck and then he ended up getting that signed um who the fuck signed it i think it was mudvane i'm not mistaken but um just you know a little <clears throat> memoir to my friend um after he died uh we had the set list from 05 and then that piece of jean with the tickets framed and it's at his parents house now like talk about memorabilia dude like that i don't know sweet there's probably so much fucking sweat and blood on that piece of jean <laughs> like it's gross so warp toward I never been to a Warp Tour. Ooh, can and Daddy talk for a minute then? My, thi- my thing with Warp Tour was I was, was well every year that <clears throat> I thought about going, I'm like, you know, it's just gonna be like a bunch of 15 year old girls. Yeah, but it was still sweet. They're like, here's Dashboard Confessional, like headlining, and I've I've actually have the only festival I've ever been to was Mayhem, mm. and I went to Mayhem every year. But like you were saying, with the side stage, it was just so much fun. Like you, <clears throat> the one year we went, uh, Butcher pa- Butcher Babies played on the third stage, and I really wanted to see him. So we watched there. We, we watched Butcher Babies, and then on the next stage was, I think it was Shadows Fall. And I went over there, and that came back for. Motionless and white. And motionless and white, I was literally in the front row. Yeah. There was there was a fifty year old woman who was five feet tall in front of me with like jet black hair. And I just remember like there would be crowding her. Yeah, like no well, I would just grab whenever like somebody whenever the pit like opened up, it was my first year ever being in like a metal show. Ever. So I'd never been in a pit or anything. Ooh. So the pit opened up behind me. Yeah, don't stand on the fence of the metal show. Well, the pit opened up behind me, and I just grabbed the fucking railing and made sure this 50-year-old woman didn't get crushed. Yeah. Because they, they came out to uh, Immaculate Misconception. Jesus Christ. So it was like, what the fuck? And it just it hit you so hard, and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, that bass drop everything, dude. I can't imagine being up front. Yeah, no. Uh, uh. Whenever, whenever Garrett, he put a new stereo into his Jeep. He was like, I want to see if the bass is working. I'm like, dude, you want to see if the bass is working? Right here, we're going to play this song, because that's the heaviest bass drop ever. It's it's nuts. So I like just remember grabbing the fence, and I was like, you're okay. And like people were just fucking railing into me. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you, I think you told me that that was when you first ever heard of them, right? I've heard of uh, Motionless and White, but I'd never seen them. Okay, okay. I've seen Motionless and White. I thought you told me like you guys... Went to go see him. You're like, oh, you don't really know who this is. And then you said they ended up being fucking awesome. No, that was, um. God, who was that? It was fucking Motionless and White, man. It wasn't Motionless and White. the fucking conversation because you guys bought the album Creatures after that. No, it wasn't yeah, Motionless and fucking cold. I heard of Motionless and White. I've heard of Motionless and White because they had the uh, songs on Guitar Hero. Did they? Yeah. What? They had some song on Guitar Hero that my friends played all the time. No shit? Yeah. I thought they were way older than, or way younger than Guitar Hero. No. No, we didn't have a fucking episode on Guitar Hero because it's insane the amount of bands that were on Guitar Hero. That was actually one thing I wanted to 
bring up in the future, <clears throat> we should uh, discuss music and video games. Yes, yes. Like the music that was played in video games. Like the Tony Hawk's save it, first game. Save it. To save it. Soundtrack. You fucking save it. Um, before we go on, I want to make a little plug here. Uh, shout out to my buddies uh, Scott Malanke and Adam Silvis. Uh, I was actually just uh, on their podcast last night. I got invited over to be a guest. And uh, you guys can check them out on SoundCloud uh, for your distraction. And they discuss um, entertainment, whether it be movies, uh, rock and roll, music, uh, new games and shit that are coming out. Like They discuss it all. And they're beer drinker guys, and they're pretty cool. But that was one of the things we talked about when we got there. I was like, it's so hard having your friend be your co-host because like we'll be having mid-conversation at work or something, and you're just trying to talk to Kenny, or Kenny's trying to talk to me, and they're just like, ah, up, ah, dude, dude, save it for Sunday, put it on the podcast. Yeah, like, fuck, man, you can't even get to talk. So then, like, all week it's been building up, and like, here we go, we spew it out, like, dude, I've been waiting to fucking tell you this, motherfucker, and there, or then you'll fucking forget about it, and got to be reminded, you know. Also, a shout out to uh, Lola and Co, who are going to be making our T-shirts. They're going to be, yeah, we're gonna order them this week. So if you want a T-shirt. They're going to come in black and in purple. So just hit us up on social media. Um, yeah, we'll draw some links on the Facebook page. Also, we'll drop a couple links for uh, Vicky. You guys can check her stuff out. Um, she made us some awesome tumblers. She does t-shirts, uh, all kinds of shit. She just did baby cups. And um, she's actually making me a t-shirt for one of my Facebook pages. Uh, savage, savage as, as fuck. fuck. We had a uh, we hit a thousand members on there, so we did a T-shirt giveaway, and uh, I actually had a guy from Canada win, and so I gotta shit that up to him. Uh, yeah, I uh, I got in trouble for posting some memes on that page. So. Oh, did you get in trouble from ours? Uh there were just some. There was somebody who was like, "Oh, you shouldn't be posting these memes." I was like, "The name of the page is Savage as Fuck," so I'm trying to be as savage as possible. Oh, tell me who it was then. Like, screenshot it. I'll show I... you. I'll, I'll fuck that kid's life up. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> anyway. Tyler, Tyler sent me a picture last night <clears throat> or two nights ago. It's like him holding his dick underneath of his boxers. And he's like, hey, check out these cool new shorts Carla bought me. I was like, you fucking asshole, man. Did you jerk off for that photo before you sent it to me? <laughs> well, you have to to get it hard. That's yeah. how you send a dick pic. I thought he would just you think just, about me. You jerk off a little bit to get it hard. Then you slap it down on a table, put a quarter next to it to show its size, and send her... A text message that says, guess who? Damn. That's how you said I would have used pick. a Bic lighter, though, instead of a quarter. <laughs> Everybody knows the size of a Bic. That was from the the uh, show Man Seeking Woman. So, Oh. I didn't fucking, know that. That show was fucking hilarious. I have to check it out. It sounds, yeah. Sounds hilarious. Go on Hulu right now. No, I'm doing a podcast right Whoa, now. Well, okay. So back to festivals, though. Warp Tour. So we're going to discuss that for a second. Well, I was talking about Mayhem Festival. And I said Warp Tour, and then you were like, "Oh, I've never been to a Warp Tour." And I've never been to a Warp Tour. Went back to talk about Mayhem again. Let's talk about let's talk about Warp for Mayhem a second. Mayhem is literally only my is my only experience in the festival business. I'm disappointed in you, Kenny. You shouldn't have done that. He's just a boy. Uh, I want to go to Not Fest. That would be dope. I would enjoy that. Even though Corey Taylor's mask sucks now, it doesn't matter. It looks like he fucking wraps Saran wrap around his fucking face. So? Did you know that Kane plays guitar for Slipknot? The wrestler? Really? No, yeah. he's the, he's the mayor of Knox County right now. No, dude, he plays guitar for Slipknot. No, he doesn't. Yeah, the guy's got the same mask. 
No, they have a different mask. No, dude. Mix anyway, is the same. continue. Okay, so Warped Tour started out, and it was like the punk rock um, version of things. And they had their touring stuff. It was the Vans Warped Tour. So you got punk rock. You got skateboarder kids. Um, and like you said, you know, it was one of these festivals that evolved, though. And then later on, you had a lot of more younger kind of poppy bands, it, if it you will. It evolved like whenever Victory Records uh, it, emerged. It, it kind of turned into that because then you had bands like uh, Hawthorne Heights were like headlining uh, My Chemical Romance. Yeah, and that was... Dashboard Confessional. That was around, you know, 05, 07 those years and uh you, you got you got a lot of metal bands too that showed up and they brought the white chapel white chapel played fuck i seen uh as i lay dying there um i actually caught coheed and cambria once at a warp tour uh they had a lot of shit man um like i said okay so it started out as like a punk rock deal and eventually they it kicked off and like you you had people like some 41 and blink 182 and fucking no effects and you know these guys played all the time and uh, it it adopted more and more bands as it became more popular. And then you got kind of like a genre blending going. And you could go from one side. You could go. we seen Real Big Fish. And then, like, you'd leave and you can go and catch fucking Under Oath. And then you could leave and you can go and see Paramore. Uh, i seen Paramore and AFI at a fucking uh, warp Tour. And it's insane because these bands aren't playing a whole set. They're only playing... What, 15, 20 minutes, depending on who it is? Uh, a lot of festivals they only paid, like, they, they would play like 30 minutes. Like, they would just, like, do a song and be like, thank you for being here, and then go to their next song. Hey, this this tour is really sweet. I want to shout out, blah, blah, blah. Um, but Warp Tour was always fun. There are so many bands that played at Warp Tour that, like, you know, Mayhem and OzFest, you had, we'll say, like, 10, 15 bands, like, between. Well, I guess Mayhem would be more than that, but that's how... uh. Warp Tour was, dude, but there's like 30 plus bands that are playing. It was impossible to see everything. So you go there. It was hard to f- actually find like I mean, you the paper printout. You can't see everything, but if you did, you'd see like 2 minutes of each. I mean, if you wanted to, you could you just be in the back of the you just be at the back of stage though. Like. Yeah, you wouldn't be getting the experience. Right. But uh you got to the uh the the crowd center, if you will, like at Pittsburgh at least, and they had this giant blow up fucking sign and it had all of the stage times on it what band what stage they were playing on and when and you're like all right so you just literally like grab a sharpie and start fucking writing on your arm dude and then you're like oh fuck dude it's 7 15 kill switch engage is playing i gotta go and then like you'd run over and go see them you know what i mean it was nuts but at warped tour they had like these tiny stages like the ernie ball music man uh that became a stage and this was I want to say like a five by five, maybe a seven by seven stage, and like you'd catch some bands play some neat shit, and whether they be local, usually they'd have people who won like the battle of the bands for that city area, and they got uh, plug point, and you know they were playing at like three fifteen, like you know nothing crazy, but it was cool to see that shit because, hey man, these guys might make it big one day, you know, you never know, and now now look at some of them, they're like whoo, but like you said, it evolved. And um, they brought on a lot more, more things. Um, I was disappointed the one year because I didn't go. Uh, Katy Perry was on the tour. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Uh, and she played on stage, like next to "Bring Me the Horizon" playing. And I was like, "How in the fuck?" And this was before you know Ollie 
bitched out. So you're you're They're talking still about like suicide season shit. You're, you're talking about suicide season. Yeah, like the same heavy Bringing Horizon. They had uh, Katy like Perry. Katy Perry's firework was like yeah. a big. How do you do that? I mean, and that's where I think maybe that's why it went downhill. Maybe that's why it doesn't exist anymore. Well, it exists, however, only in select cities and. That was all to me. That was all like a scam. They were just like, "Hey, we're not gonna do ma- we're not gonna do a warp tour anymore." So everyone's like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna buy tickets." They're like, okay, we're only doing like, you know, ten cities. Yeah, um, it's like Toys R Us. They're the metal, coming back. The metal festivals in festivals. Festival. The metal is festival. Your, is that your they, porn name? Metal festival. I wish it was. <laughs> That's a good porn name. Um, the metal festivals around here, like. Basically, you have rock on the range, and you have the ones in California and the ones in England and stuff. Um, the reason, like, Mayhem Festival's last year, Thy Art is Murder was, like, the main... Thy Art is Murder, uh, Jungle Rock, Fear of the Sharks, Cannibal Corpse were, like, your headliners on the second stage. And on the main stage, you had... Um, Slayer, King Diamond, uh, what the fuck was the name of the band that Vinnie Paul was in? It was a super group. Lead singer Mudvayne. No. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah was like opening up. But that was, that was like it because that year a lot of the because the year before they had uh, Rob Zombie and Avenged Sevenfold and Corn and stuff headline Mayhem Festival, but the reason they quit doing it was because all those bands figured out that they could just go over seas and go to, like Download Festival, play one day, be done, and they'd make a bigger payday than they would of traveling around the U.S. And I can't blame them, but man, I miss those festivals because when I went to go see Machine Head. At Mayhem 2013, 2014. That was f- the best experience I've ever had concert-wise in my life. Because Amur was about to play. And I could be in the front row. And I was like, I'm I'm going to the front row. And I ran up there. And then I looked to my left where the third stage was. And Machine Head is not going to play for another 40 minutes. And people were chanting, Machine fucking head. Machine fucking head. And I look and there's 15 rows of people. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go over there now. I can be in the front row for this, or I can be for like a band I kind of want to see, or I can be in the 15th row for a band that is so fucking hype right now. That's part of the experience. Like, if you want to go and get way up front for a band that you fucking love, you have to sacrifice a couple other ones. Like, okay, well, for instance, we'll use yours. Well, Machine Head's going on at 715. I really, really want to go see Rob Zombie and Every Time I Die play, but they're playing at 7 o'clock. So you have to go up, and then you have to watch the last couple songs of whatever band was playing right before them. And then once everybody kind of filters out, you can squeeze your way up to the front. You know? Yeah, well, the thing with that, too, was I just remember I'm over here, I'm yours playing, and they had a crowd. And people were like, fuck yeah, but like, the Machine Head fans were so fucking rabid. Yeah. It was crazy. Because uh, with like 10 minutes before they came on stage, I looked back and they had covered the entire parking lot. They had gone all the way up the hill. 
And there are people up the hill just chanting machine fucking head. And I'm like, this is going to be awesome. And right in front of me, it was the row in front of me, a mosh pit had opened up. And I'd never been in a mosh pit before. So I'm like scared. I'm like, oh, this is this is not cool. Like I had to back up some. And then Rob Flynn, the front man from Machine Head, is like, none of you motherfuckers are safe. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. But it was it was the coolest thing because I got sucked into the pit and I fell down. And I'm like, I'm going to get trampled to death. And as so- before I even hit the ground, there were like five dudes just picking me up. Yep. That's, they were like, hey, the man, unspoken. let's go. And I just kept on running. That is the unspoken golden rule. If you fall down in a pit, you pick them up every yeah. fucking time. Um, I went to Rock on the Range. I got to go out there. Uh, shout out my buddy Shane Middendorf. He had won tickets on Rock 104. And he's like, hey, man, I got an extra one. Rip. You want to go? Yeah, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, dude. I was like, I can't make it both days. He's like, oh, that's fine. He goes, my, my brother Anthony's coming up. He'll drive you up on Saturday. I was like, okay. So we went up there and had a good fucking time, dude. But uh, I showed him uh, Miss May I. They were playing at Rock on the Range. And I got into one of the biggest circle pits I'd ever been into. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, mosh pits are kind of like music. They have, like, certain genres. <laughs> um, this was, like, a circle pit. You know, they keep moving, but they call them marathon pits because everybody's just fucking Whenever running, dude. I saw um, Body Count with Ice-T. There were two circle pits, and he was like, y'all motherfuckers got two circle pits going. Bring them together and make a meat blender. And it was fucking crazy because, like, um, Jake Zager had been like, hey, do you want to go in the mosh pit? I'm like, all right. And I lost him. And then when he brought the two mosh pits together, I just saw him on the other side, and I was like, bro, <laughs> like, reaching for him. Uh... And he, like, we just made eye contact, and we're like, we ended up in the wrong mosh pits. Yeah, how did this happen? But it it basically, like, it made a giant oval, and then it just went back to, like, two mosh pits. Yeah, it's it's too much to handle sometimes. There's a, there was a video meme I had just recently seen, and it was uh, the ending scene to uh, Endgame, where they're, like, all the war starts going on, and it's, like, the beginning of A Wall of Death. And they start labeling everybody. It's like big titty goth chicks, fifty year olds. The worst literal is the guy with a knife. <laughs> and the, then the worst of the people who like throw the fists. Yeah, hardcore dancing. Yeah, yeah, that's I, that's frowned upon nowadays. It it was frowned upon like ten years ago because yeah. I remember being in a pit and somebody was throwing fists and I was like, "Fuck this guy!" Punched him in the face, knocked him out. Yeah. He fell down and everyone was like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, and they were so happy. I'm like. Jesus Christ, what have I got myself into? Crowd killers are stupid. They, I mean, like, you know, a mosh pit's a good release of energy, but never, then you got assholes who... Never throw a fist. They Just literally throw, throw a fist, fist, or they'll they'll swing kicks and try and, like, actually hit people on purpose. Like, especially people standing on the side of the pit, you know? Right. Well, that's how I got sucked into that pit at, at Machine Head. Like, I was, like, on the side, and somebody pushed me in, and I went the whole way across... And I came back, and I have asthma, so I'm just like, I can't breathe. And someone was like, fuck yeah, man, push me back in, and I'm just going across the whole thing. I'm like, can't breathe. And they were like, yeah, man, go back in. He's like, no, I'm literally going to die. Every time I tried going back in, I was like, I, I can't breathe. They were like, 
yeah, man, that's cool. And they just threw me back into the pit. It's at that point where you want to crowd surf to get out. Yeah. Run to the top of the pit and just grab somebody's shoulders and fucking go. And then everybody just, get the fuck off of me. And they just start pushing you over. Uh, Pits are a really good way to get up front, though, too. I am. I am just really sad that there are, like, no more, like, I would like to see a revival of, like, the music festival. But I understand, like, financially, like, these bands that you can go to Europe and go to, like, Download Festival. Because Download Festival is sick. Have you ever seen the line for, like, a Download Festival? Mm Mm-mm. It's fucking retarded. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, go check out, like, a download festival lineup. Like, it's stupid. It's like, all right, on this night, we're going to have, like, uh, we're going to have Slipknot and uh, ACDC and uh, Romstein. Uh, we're going to have, you know, we'll have Machine Head. We'll have Metallica. And then the next night, we're going to have just all these it's just dumb how many good bands they have yeah that's the new one that just came around uh it replaced rock on the range the song like temple that lineup was fucking insane yeah. i was just uh, really amazed at how many of these guys they got together like the original rock on the range uh i mean those were still sweet i i got to see fucking baby metal play i saw oh. mastodon play main stage and then immediately left to go see gojira like I almost went to go see um, Soundgarden at Rock on the Range. Nice. And I was like, I'm going to buy tickets. And then two weeks before it happened, like, Chris Cornell, you know, committed suicide. Committed suicide. Yeah. He hung himself. Yeah. Just Um, like Jeffrey Epstein did. Yes. But... It was all these bands that were just going to... Soundgarden would have wanted to see, like, I'm, re- I'm, I'm glad I didn't buy tickets because of what happened, but at the same time, it was like, it would have been a sweet experience. I, I was just so, I wanted to see Soundgarden. I was like, I'm going to see Soundgarden now because, you know, something might happen to anybody. Because it was like a year before that, um, the lead singer where Guar died. Heroin. Dancing. Correct? Yes. Yeah. I believe so sad but you know I don't know they live on I mean if you'd still bought tickets to go to Rock on the Range man the uh, the experience was the experience is sweet. great I mean even Kid Rock played there you know what I mean and it's funny to watch uh, like how you describe Mayhem Festival Thy Artist Murder Cannibal Corpse and you're like oh yeah and then on main stage is like Avenge Sevenfold and all these radio rock bands. It's like, how are those guys... You want to talk mayhem? Go fucking listen to Holy War by Thy Art is Murdered. Like, that band fucking kills it, dude. They are just super heavy, but... This, I mean... You don't you don't have people who hate on each other there. That's what I'm it, trying to get. It's just a sad part, though, that, like, all these big metal bands, like Megadeth, Metallica, uh, Machine Head... Um, they all chose to go overseas and do like a one-stop deal for like download festival or like rock am ring and instead of doing like the traveling festival in america well, cool. so like the let, let those big guys do it man you know what i mean and bring back the festivals for people like us yeah but the traveling festival is dead now let's bring it back kenny we could do it 
Do we just have to buy, buy like some property and be like, hey, just play here? No, we have to just go to some farmer and ask him if we can use his farm for three days. And then we can do like a woodstock. Yeah, but we'll call it stocked wood. And people will be like, what? I'm okay with that. I would do it. I think it'd be sweet. But yeah, you're right, man. Festivals nowadays. Uh, you have, um, you know, places, um, depending on what you want to call a festival, but uh, uh, Nelson's Ledges is pretty close. And they do. Yeah. It's not they... a traveling festival. However, it is all summer. They have, uh, you know, uh, whether it be Classic Fest. I've never actually been to the Ledges. Mm, good time. Good time. This weekend was actually just Lazy Daisy. Uh, and you have a lot of these bands come in. Might not even be people you, you've heard of before, but they fucking kill it. Like Badfish, they're like a sublimey kind of... They, they cover a couple well, sublime no, songs. Well, no, Badfish is a sublime cover band. Yeah, and they, they've got some originals, too. They're they're sweet, you know, but uh, you got that. So you got that era, that genre of music going on. And then for Classic Fest, you have, like, Janis Joplin cover bands, Led Zeppelin cover bands. They always headline with a Pink Floyd cover band. Um, then you got, like, Summer Dance. You know, people like, I mean, like, big-name people, too, come in there. Willie Nelson played there three years ago. Yeah, but that's because you go to the ledges and you get stoned for, that's what you do. Yeah. You just go to the ledges and get fucking shit-faced. Let's see, other than that, I mean, around here, there's not, there's not a lot of options. You got, like, uh, well, unless I you mean, want to travel, travel. Rock on, Rock on the Range is only, like, three hours away. It's not, yeah. like, it's far. It's Columbus. But then, um, I mean, the big ones nowadays, like, like you got, like, Coachella. Everybody goes to that. You know what I mean? That's in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Billy Alley, like, she had, like, Coachella, like, this year. That fucking kid who did the Walmart yodeling got to play in Coachella. Do you know what I'm Why? talking about? Why? I don't know, because he became an internet sensation. Why? People wanted to see him play. Why? And he just sang a song. He wrote a song and played it. it I don't understand Pretty fucking what? crazy. I mean, you got that. And then, uh, I mean, another big one. I mean, they're not traveling festivals, but, like, anything involving EDM, those festivals usually last a couple of days. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Electric Daisy. Um, what the hell is the one and in the woods? And those festivals start, like... 8 o'clock on, like, a Friday, and they will literally run 24 hours a day for, like, four days. Yeah, man. Uh, Lost Lands, I know they recently just moved a lot of stuff because some people were complaining that, oh, it was too loud after this amount of time. But these guys come in knowing that they're going to rock the fucking house. So the promoters of the place will literally pay for the people who live in the vicinity. They'll pay for them for a hotel for the weekend. Jesus. Like, just so they don't get complaints and stuff. And, like, the people who do stay, like, everybody knows it's coming. You know what I mean? If you don't like it, like, I don't know, go to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> See what it's like. You know what I mean? But uh, too much, too much gone nowadays. I'm not going to be able to tell my kid, like, hey, man, we're going to fucking OzFest. Or, hey, man, you want to go to Warp Tour or something, you know? I'm I not going to get that experience. Mayhem Festival kind of like the godfather to Ozfest, but then once mayhem festival stopped there's nothing my so, hope is that like eventually we get another metal festival summer slaughter <clears throat> summer slaughter's not that big though no it's not you don't have as many bands either and you don't have as many big name bands either though but you got some heavy bands you have some heavy bands yeah so i that's, mean 
we got that we can keep hoping about. Or like even like Maryland Death Festival. Like a Maryland Manson Festival? No, no, it's, it's in uh, it's in Baltimore. Oh, Maryland. Yeah, yeah Maryland. Okay, okay. I thought you said ever, Maryland. Have you ever been? Have you ever seen the lineup for that or? No. Yeah, it's pretty sick actually. It's it's just like a bunch of like stoner metal bands, like two metal bands. That's sweet. Like the Sword, Sleep, bands like that. Uh, that'd be fucking cool. I'd go to one of those. Right. Well, guys, I think that's about all we got for today. There's there's only so much you know you can actually uh you can actually talk about when all your festivals are fucking gone. You yeah, know? yeah, they're all gone now. Like you just have like the uh, Temple of the Dog Festival or whatever the fuck it is in Columbus. Yeah. Sonic Temple. Sonic Temple of the Dog. Uh, please Rip be, be on the lookout for Rip their... Cor- uh, Rip Chris Cornell. Their hunger strike. That's going on this year there. Uh, so yeah, that's about it. So if you guys want to go on YouTube and look up Extraordinary Expletive and give us a like and subscribe, that would help bell. us out amazingly. Hit the bell. Stay notified. Yeah. Also, go on to SoundCloud and Facebook and check out For Your Distraction. Those guys got an episode with me coming up soon. Maybe we'll do it again. Get those guys over here and we can do some bullshitting and some beer drinking and go back and forth. Also, go on to Facebook and uh, look up Lola and Company. Lola Designs. and Company Designs. They're going to yes. do our t-shirts. Uh, those should, I'm gonna, we're going to get them this week. And then hopefully they will be all done up by our next episode so and they'll be pretty they will be ready to they will wear be as them. pretty as josh's hair and that's fucking gorgeous josh's hair josh has really good hair ah. all right guys well shout out to you who are listening right now if it weren't for you guys no i'm i'm joking we probably still do it <laughs> but <laughs> uh i appreciate all the I feedback we get you appreciate appreciate yes we appreciate appreciate uh shout out to to dante di lorenzo we already had this episode planned, sir, but we have an episode coming up. It was a request from him uh, talking about uh, dead artists and bands that are still Robert going Johnson, on without him. Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington, Kirk Cobain. The guy from Gore. James Joplin. The guy from Gore. <laughs> I can't remember. It's like his stage name. Odorous Arungus. Oh, Odorous Arungus. There we go. All right, guys. We'll keep it classy, and we'll see you next week.